St. Pete Sam, and that's my brother, Max Flowers, and this is Under the Influencer. A show where we sit down for a drink with the influential people of Tampa Bay. And today, we are so pumped for this. We welcome Shannon Spring, pet psychic. <laughs> so excited to have you. <laughs> a very woofy meow to both of you. <laughs> So I think we have to start at the beginning for you. Where did you find this ability? Who spoke to you first? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a great question. So I've had this ability since I was a kid. And it started off when I lost my first dog, Teddy, oh. at 10 years old. Yes, this has a happy ending. You'll start to notice okay. see, anytime that okay. you feel the need to get out the violin, yeah. you're equally going to need to get out the tambourine. Because <laughs> um, there's really is always a happy ending um, in the you know G-rated sense. Yes. <laughs> and so when I lost uh, my first dog, the school priest told me dogs don't go to heaven. I know. Can you imagine telling a 10 year old kid oh. a child that? Yeah. Isn't there a movie called they All Dogs Go to Yes. Many, many, many years later. Um, and so I said, yes, they do. And you should never tell a 10 year old kid that. And I saw Teddy's spirit leave his body. And wow. so I always try. Yeah. So I had these abilities as a kid, but everybody was always talking me out of it. Oh, you're too sensitive. Oh, you can't read people's thoughts. Oh, how would you know that? And so unfortunately, I learned to tune it out for a while because all the adults around me, it's fairly inconvenient if you have an eight-year-old kid (laughs) calling you out on all your stuff, you know, Um, that's very inconvenient, especially if people around you aren't doing the right thing. Okay. So this was for people first. Uh, Both. So psychic, I am a psychic medium and also an animal communicator. So I communicate literally with everybody. I say, who do you want to talk to? Um, Living or deceased. And it's an energetic process. I love to say, which if you see my little video, I say animals don't have to be present for the session. They can be (gasps) eating, sleeping in the bathtub or out at a nightclub. It's all the same process. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a telepathic process. So I can talk to Mildred, your cat who is alive, very alive, well, on the couch. Um, we can talk to Teddy in heaven. Um, can wow. we talk to my dog, who is over by the Publix on 38th of my house? Yeah, exactly. Because so <laughs> I have pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I will work um, from photographs or from wow. names. And sometimes, believe it or not, I won't even see the photograph or even know the name. Mm-hmm. And it will be something like, hey, there's a goat at the sanctuary that we just brought in. And so I'll know the species. Yeah. You know, and we're not sure what's wrong with him. He's not feeling well. Can you can you tell us what's wrong, Shannon? And I joke that I'm like a lactating mother because anytime somebody tells me that there's an animal in need, like my brain starts lactating yeah. and my heart starts connecting where it really is. There's no other way to describe it other than an energetic process. I set yeah. an intention of compassion and empathy understanding what are they thinking and feeling it doesn't matter if 99 people tell me you know the goat has diarrhea and is allergic to blueberries (laughs) that's what the people have told me that may or may not be true Uh i have to say to the goat who i may not know you know i can even say what would you like to be called (gasps) yeah so i can ask animals how they feel about their names and uh, I actually had a dog who uh, a shelter wanted to name him Zodiac. And I'm like, you mean like the, the serial killer? killer? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and 
so they didn't even know that was a serial killer. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to start wondering why this dog isn't getting adopted. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, rah, rah. Oh my uh, God. and so I said to him where, and this is what skeptics would eat this up, man. Yeah. No way to prove this. And uh-huh. yet the dog says, I want to be called Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I'm like, you okay. mean the move, the hot movie star from the eighties yes. and nineties, dirty know? dancing, yeah, dirty dancing ghost. I mean, if you're gonna want to embody a, a human in some <laughs> exactly. way with a yeah. human name, that's a good Patrick one. Patrick <laughs> is a really, really good one. Good one. And yeah, you know the dirty dancing reference. So you know, I'm like. I might be losing my mind, you know, because even for me, I was like, that's a very, very specific reference. How do I, how can I prove that this dog wants to be called Patrick Swayze and I'm not making this up? So I decide to like go on a Netflix binge because I've been working all day (laughs) and I'm sitting there like stuff on my face, chocolate and pretzels, snacking away. And I'm watching this show and the two characters, there's these two men that get into a fight, a playful fight. Both of them want to be cast in the local production of Dirty Dancing. And the guy goes, no, no, no. You're Jennifer Grey. I'm Patrick Swayze. I know. That was my <laughs> wow. face as well. You can't see Max's face, but his jaw dropped. Yeah, jaw yeah. yeah, my jaw dropped too when I went, okay, what are the odds that I'm hearing Patrick Swayze's name mentioned yes. five minutes after this dog says he wants to be called that? And not actively looking for not actively yeah. Looking yeah, like for it was I in a completely different. I didn't start googling Patrick Swayze, yeah. you know, and then that is crazy. It's crazy. Well, it got even crazier because I said it always gets crazier. And I said, you know, uh, how do you feel about your last owner? And I'm a big believer in saying pet parent. Mm-hmm. But if you're a jerk and you don't treat your pets well, you're not yeah. a parent. You're an owner. So I said, how do you feel about your last owner? And he said, she's a bag of Cheetos. <gasps> and I'm like, which kind of just like describe, like think of a human bag of Cheetos. It's yeah, not a compliment. No, yeah, that's that's so... that's like the adult version of a Cheeto kid. Yeah, yeah. and that's not a compliment it's when not, you're a child. It's not good. And I said, like, what food would you like to eat? I always ask, you know, what are your requests? And the dog asked for peaches, and I'm like, what dog asked for peaches? Okay, yeah. So that's my face, also like, what? So fast forward a few episodes. It, this it, the series is called Insatiable. It's on Netflix. It's yeah, yeah, super yeah, yeah. funny. Oh my gosh! So you fast forward a few episodes. One of the characters says, you know what I could really go for? Some Cheetos and peaches. <laughs> so is that like the dog's energy coming yes. off to the person? That so, is yeah. so interesting. So that's a really good question. So how does it work? It's all like the cloud. Like nobody really understands the cloud, but we're all saving all of our information Everything's there. Everything's up there. And we hope yeah. it's really yeah. there. So the universe, the multiverse, the world, whatever you want to call it, is energy um it's stored all your thoughts and feelings all of your experiences mine the animals our hopes dreams and fears um our likes and dislikes so this animal is telling me his thoughts and feelings then it's somehow energetically set up where i'm like "Hmm, what should i do now after talking to this dog I know I'm going to take a break and watch Netflix. <sighs> so does this dog know that I'm going to watch this show? I don't know, but I do know that there's a bigger force at play, which right. I call spirit. The, yeah. Right. So spirit guides me to watch this series that they know. And then I had to binge watch it to get the peaches and Cheetos reference. <laughs> And it was so rewarding because I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, this is, to me, that does count as evidence yeah. that I correctly heard that because I can't jump into Netflix and change the script, you know? Yeah. How interesting. It's so what? when you were growing up, mm. like, did you have a hard time kind of harnessing 
that ability? Like, did you know what, how it was working? Like, how did you come to really yeah. understand what it is that you're seeing and feeling and hearing? And Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it was very tricky because I, my family is not the Brady's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which honestly, Carol and Mike probably would not have approved of this ability either in all fairness. <laughs> uh, but it was very tricky because adults, uh, and I'm making a huge sweeping generalization and unfortunately I'm in this category mm -hmm. now, but adults lie to kids a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I remember one time saying like, so let me get this straight. You want me to believe that there's a giant bunny that <laughs> comes and lays eggs and they're chocolate eggs. And you want me to believe a fat white man slides down the chimney and brings me gifts with flying reindeer, but dogs don't go to heaven. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? So adults are lying a lot and True. I would know the truth about stuff. So I even went to a therapist one time and I was telling her as an adult, not as uh -huh. I was not in, was, <laughs> I probably would have been locked up as a child. Um, but I, and the therapist was like, you can't read people's minds, Shannon. And I'm like, but I'm telling you, I have a dream and then it happens or I'm in a conversation with somebody and they're telling me one thing, but I know it's something else. It was going way beyond just intuition. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was um, not anxiety provoking, but I didn't know what to do when other people weren't who they said they were. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Or now, you know, I'm either the most popular guest at the party or the least popular because people are like, she knows stuff. She's got <laughs> right. I see dead people. <sighs> well, yeah. has that ever, has, have you ever felt something that you knew if you told the person was going to either hurt their feelings or make them sad? Is yeah. that difficult to do? Yeah. Um, I, I have, to, I am the deliverer of joyful news, comedic news, and also bad news. Mm -hmm. And I say like the weatherman, you know, you can't get angry at the weatherman right. for telling us that a hurricane's coming. Exactly. He is not creating the storms and it's the same for me. So I am a very compassionate person. I also have a lot of humor. My other business is just humor me. It's a small business where I lead humor retreats and animals are wicked in their sense of humor mm -hmm. you know they're one-lining straight shooting comedians oh I and also that. very wise <laughs> so they do help me soften a lot of the blows with humor and so do spirits by the way when i talk with people's deceased loved ones and they're really really funny and i'm delivering their funny story or their funny one-liner i take it very seriously as a comic as a humorist like i want to butcher their joke <laughs> yeah. and i want to deliver it with their cadence and all that stuff so yes i have had to tell people um, a lot of funny stuff a lot of sad stuff one woman's dog had really lost the will to live mm -hmm. he had a number Aww. of health problems but none of them were like on fire you know he just he wasn't feeling good he was depressed and I told her this and she was super depressed. The dog really wanted to move on. Um, but it's, you know, how do you tell someone your depression is yeah. severely affecting mm -hmm. your dog? And I have to do that. I might be the only advocate for that animal ever because vets are limited in what they can do. They're dealing with the medical stuff. Vets are even afraid to tell people when their pets are fat. Yeah. They're afraid people are going to get mad. So I have to tell smokers all the time, hey, man, you're shortening your dog or cat's lifespan. Yeah. You got to mm -hmm. make a choice. And my animals motivated me to get sober, which... 
I was telling Max before we started the podcast. (laughs) I knew, you know, that if you wanted to get some juice on Shadow Spring, you needed to meet me like 15 years ago. (laughs) Because my life now is pretty calm, you know? It's Mm -hmm. it's pretty Mm -hmm. Brady-ish overall, so. Um, I think it's important that you say that again, but like, it's not always good news because no. a lot of people will look at something like this and just think like, oh, it's it's a yeah. it's a it's a it's a party gig or, you know, yeah. it's something yeah, fun. Yeah. And because uh, a guest we had a while back uh, was a drag queen who does tarot card readings ah. uh, at the restaurant that I worked oh, at. Oh, cool. Um, and but she will honestly read the cards. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we have legit had people leave the restaurant crying because <laughs> oh, they thought they were here for like a drag queen party like time. Like it's going to yeah. be fun, funny. And she's like, yeah. no, I will read these cards, honestly, and I'll try to, yeah. you know, deliver and the message as, dumb as, as diplomatic. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. As diplomatically as possible. And uh, yeah. so I, I think that approach is very important. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, people's spouses or boyfriends, girlfriends can get very nervous when they yeah. know that their partner has a session with me because I do see through the BS. Yeah. And there are a lot of people out there walking around with a lot of BS, either in the workplace or with themselves, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and also with their partners. So uh, I have broken, not me, I have not broken up the relationships, <laughs> but I have delivered information yeah. that has been the impetus has, for that. Right. Mm. Um, people's sex lives have come up. Mm-hmm. I had uh, a dog reading that I was doing one time and the people were concerned about his health. And I said to the dog, like, you know, do you need to go to the vet? And the dog said, no. It's not me. I need to go to Dr. Ruth. <laughs> and I went, the 90-year-old <laughs> sex expert? Why do you need to go to Dr. Ruth? And he goes, well, if he can help mom and dad, you know, if she can help mom and dad, maybe she can help me too. Oh so now I have to deliver oh this gosh. message, you know, via Zoom <laughs> to this couple <laughs> that's looking at me. You know, they've paid me good money for the hour. And I said, well, the good news is, right? Start off with the good news. The good news is your dog is fine. (laughs) The other news is that your dog has mentioned your sex life. (laughs) Oh, my God. uh, I said, your dog says that he needs to go see Dr. Ruth. And the people burst out laughing and they oh said oh my, my god, god we were literally just talking about dr ruth last night we were That's talking about dr so ruth funny. and how we need to have more sex oh my god so you know from their uh, mouths to the dog ears out my mouth there are no secrets yeah that ah. is something <laughs> I love how you you can ask the dog questions or cat because I can't even tell you how many times Blue, my dog, or Willie the cat has been sick or off, and all you want to do is say, "I wish you could tell me what's going on." Yeah, that's a good point. Um, (laughs) And I say, any species, any challenge, anywhere. Wow, a fairly cocky slogan, you know, because Mm -hmm. I am in it to win it. Like, who is the animal? Where are they hurting? or the person for that matter, because mm-hmm. I do people readings as well. And how can we get them help? So if you come to me, and I, I also do emergency readings, and you're like, hey, was it Blue and Willie? you said? Blue and Willie. Blue is a, a German short-haired pointer, okay. big dog, and Willie's an orange cat. Yeah, so <laughs> I say to them. That's his breed. Orange. <laughs> orange it's cat orange. is his breed. That's not bad. That's pretty cool. But one of the questions I ask of anybody, like even if Snoopy was my client, I would say, what do you need to be happier and healthier? Mm. Right? Even if it's the happiest, healthiest dog in the world. 
what do you need to be happier and healthier? So ask an open-ended question, like any good guidance counselor, you know, yeah. and see where they want to start. Food is often a big problem mm-hmm. that an easy fix, a lot of the things that animals are suffering from, or even people are quick, easy fixes or cheap or free. So I still go to a vet. I have the vet bills to prove it, but I can come in handy as an animal communicator with getting the other information. Mm. I had a dog over in India who I don't know the dog's name and I don't see the dog. And I get brought in, brought in an emergency case and they're like, the dog, I have so many stories like this. So I'm going <laughs> to focus on one. <laughs> and the dog said, the medication that they're giving me is expired. Oh. <gasps> So I said, you have the right medication, but it's expired. I don't see the bottle. I don't even know the medication that the dog is on. How did, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. How did this come to you? Yeah. So when I say I asked the dog, it's not like he's sitting there with the microphone like I am now. It's telepathic process. So they will send me images, mm. um, sounds. They'll send me feelings in my body. Words. From India. From India, from anywhere in the world, any species, oh any challenge, goodness. anywhere. I do. I have clients around the world. Um, and oftentimes, I don't, most of the time, I don't meet the pet, even yeah. with the pets that are in Florida. Because mm-hmm. most of my sessions are by video chat, even though I also do house calls, which mm-hmm. is very rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anyway, so I said to the woman, I said, your dog says it's the right medication, but it's expired. And the woman right away goes, oh, yeah, we get it at a discount because the, they give us expired medication. Oh my gosh, how? Like, oh, oh, it gets. This is and what the I dog mean. must have heard the conversation. The dog, well, or now, something. That's a perfect question, Sam. <laughs> because sometimes they will repeat things like the Dr. Ruth thing, yeah. where they were literally in the room mm-hmm. and heard a conversation. They do not need to have been present for a conversation to be aware of it. So, like right now, if we start talking about Mildred, yeah. she's uh-huh. on a different floor of the house. Uh-huh. <laughs> but she will know that we're talking about her because it's energy. So whether you feel something in your dream, we can't hide things from children or pets. Right. They know us the best. And the good news is they have our best interests at heart. You want Mm -hmm. honest advice, ask your dog or cat or ask your child. And they're not going to lie to you. You know, they might put you in tears or they might have you laughing. But I'll tell you what, whether you laugh or you cry, you're going to be better off for it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so so what is the, as of this point, the yeah. most unique animal uh-huh. you've worked with that where you were like, oh, this is new. Yeah. <laughs> um, the most unique, it would, <laughs> my, my worst nightmare would be being a judge of a contest like, <laughs> of, a, of a cute dog contest because yeah. I would say everybody's a winner. Um, and so it, really every animal is so unique in their own regard. One that stands out, Max said something about a fish downstairs and I was like, I got a fish story oh. that um, is nuts. So I was handing out my business cards one day and I walked into a grooming shop in Sarasota and the moment I stepped into the shot, there's nobody in front, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. The rumors are like in the back. So I walk in the front and I'm looking straight ahead like I'm looking at you. And I feel this whoosh of energy over to my left. And I'm like, what is this? It was straight out of a rom-com. I turn to the left and there is this fish, this lonely, bright blue, blue Jack Dempsey fish in the dirtiest fish tank you've ever seen. Oh. And my heart's already like starting to cry. So I walk over to his tank and once he sees that like I see him, mm-hmm. his energy starts changing and he starts perking up. So I holler into the back, what's the fish's name? Obviously I said I'm big into names. So what's the fish's name? 
And the lady goes, oh, he doesn't have one. And I'm like, well, that's not right. You know, he Poor needs guy. a name. He's obviously here, but everybody's yeah. forgotten about him because this tank was so stanky. Mm-hmm. So I said, what's Fish's name? Da, 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 da. And I was like, I got to get you out of here, buddy. And I knew he wants to get out of there. And then the woman calls out the moment. I'm like, how am I going to get this fish out of here? Because it's not a pet shop. It's a grooming shop. And yeah. The woman says, he's up for adoption, which was her way of saying, we're done taking care of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. And so I was like, all right, what am I going to do? So I go have lunch next door and I ask the fish what do you want to do you I can adopt you as my pet and I send him the visuals of what his life would be like I said I'll put you on a nice screen and porch you'll have a great view but you're gonna have four goofy doofusy dogs slobbering and drooling over at you most of your life or I can set you free what do you want and then I have to wait for the answer so ask the open-ended question all of a sudden I hear super loudly in my ear the song Born to be wild. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm like, all right, he wants to be wild. So I go back to the store with a crisp twenty dollar bill, and um, she's like, "Well, I don't know how much the owner, you know, is wants for him." And I said, "I'll give you twenty bucks. Give me the fish." And I went with give a fish, fish carrier. Give me the <laughs> with a fish lady. Nobody gonna get hurt. I put him in a little fish carrier. I drive him in my Subaru. And you know how like Subaru is known for like their golden retriever commercials, yeah. Yeah. Like, family values. I'm like, <laughs> let's have a non-traditional couple, yeah. <laughs> a woman and her fish. <laughs> and I have like instantly fallen in love with this fish, like legit fell in love with this fish. So I put him in his little carrier. He's in the seat next to me in the Subaru. Is this like a big fish? Like no, a he's gold like the fish? size of my hands. Okay. Yeah. little, right about the size Good of my Good size hand. fish. Yeah. Well, good enough. You yeah. Know? Um, He's a big man on campus, yeah. you know, in his own mind. So I drive in the car with the back of my hand against the tank so he can feel my love and feel my energy. Mm-hmm. I take him into one of the local parks. I won't say which one because I don't want to get in trouble. Ah. And I, he, I, he was okay to be released before people come after me. <laughs> <laughs> I go down to the park and I'm like, oh God, where? how am I going to release him? Because there was one super muddy part that was just black. Like the water was yeah. black. And I'm like, that's not good. Then there's this cute little bridge. And I went, well, I can't dump him over the bridge. That's super rude. And he's like smack into his new life. So my one and only job as a swim coach to a professional swimmer, a fish, <laughs> when I can't even swim myself. Um, and I named him Fast Eddie, which is a whole other thing. So I named him Fast Eddie. And the moment that I named him Fast Eddie, you guys, his energy went from like, hmm, to yes, boo, boo. Like me became Michael Phelps right in oh front of me. Oh my God. Because he felt... He had an identity, he had love, he had a friend, an advocate, and a getaway car. Wow. And so I end up, I said, I'm going to release you in the in the blackish part. Apologies. I said, but just, like, just keep, keep swimming. swimming. Like, like channel your inner just Nemo. Keep just keep swimming. You'll get to the light. So he gets to the light. I feel so much better. I walk out of the forest with tears in my eyes. Hmm. Fast forward a week. I go for a Reiki session. This woman who's not an animal communicator, she does Reiki. Reiki people, you know, most of them are pretty spiritual. And she says, uh, Shannon, there's, um, I don't know, but there's like a big blue wave that's coming over you. And he was a bright blue fish. She goes, there's a fish here. And he wants to say thank you. Oh, oh wow. my gosh. That is crazy. It is all crazy. And I was like, oh my God, that's Fast Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you know this fish? I'm like, oh. I know him. Like, we were briefly married, and now he's free. You know? <laughs> oh.
I used to talk to the turtles in <laughs> Coffee Pot Bayou. <laughs> When They're I still was there. <laughs> walking home, I used to walk home from my elementary school because it was like maybe 10 blocks and there was a little like canal, like, mm-hmm. you know, like where you park your car oh, to yeah, launch yeah. it. There's a little canal of water and it's really muddy and gross yeah. and turtles love this, but I was like a kid and I'm, you know, I did not communicate with them <laughs> properly and I would always look at them and I'm like, I'm going to make a better life for you, turtles. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're like basking in their dirty sun water. Yeah. They love it. But, it is, but it I, I little... used to visit the turtles every day and think like, how you doing, guys? Yeah. <laughs> well, I have, there's a few things that are coming off of me as you're saying that. Number one, you are definitely psychic because literally the next story that was out of my mouth was about Burp the Turtle. Oh, So you're already tuning into Burp the Turtle's energy. Like this is how this works. Uh Max uh is picking up on turtle energy. He's sharing a turtle story. And as weird as this sounds, those turtles that you spoke with as a kid, we could talk to them. Yeah. In fact, I will make that you know, as a gift to you, like later on, um, we can legit talk to those animals that you spoke with as a kid and see what they remember about you and what they say. And then hopefully I'll be able to deliver some of your memories around that. Yeah. Um, Because that energy lives on no matter the species, no matter the year. And you have so much childlike energy, both of you, which is so <laughs> That's awesome. On brand. That's a huge compliment. <laughs> like you. not childish, yeah. childlike. Yeah. And uh-huh. childlike is joy and play, mm-hmm. which is the language that animals speak. If you are a joyful, playful soul who is also respectful, Oh, man, that's the trifecta for animals. Okay, good, because sometimes I think Mildred is really over my nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think um, if she, I'll see if she says, uh, she says, don't, don't stop that nonsense. Don't you dare stop that nonsense. She says the nonsense is what makes this house a home. And it is her favorite thing about you that you and Jesus, correct? Yeah. Are so silly and joyful and that your joy is her joy. And she's like, the more play, the better. And like, would love if you guys had a game night and had just people mm. in here like playing silly games, <laughs> you know, like the really animated ones. Yeah. Um, and include her in it. She's actually like, this is so cute. As I'm speaking, she's showing like, you know, the stereotypical like dogs playing poker scene. Yeah. yeah. She's showing that like, if you guys had like a poker night, she'd be like walking behind you like, fold. She does that. Does so she? we have, fr- she does. we have friends. Oh, stop. <laughs> we have friends that we, uh, they're coming over today, actually later oh, today look at that. that we play spades with. Oh my God. I love that game. That's so- and we do like, occasionally we'll have like card nights here. Yes. And oh, she is that. very always present for those. <laughs> she enjoys, cause they get yeah. very, I don't know if you've ever played spades, but mm-hmm. with somebody who's like a diehard. Oh yeah. It gets very intense. I don't think I've ever man. played. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh when you play with people who know what they're doing. Oh my god! Talk about I've, putting somebody in tears. Yeah, they. <laughs> we had this guy, this guy who was like a coworker of ours, and yeah. he had like just kind of learned through the game, and we were he was my partner because oh, no. three of us really know how to play, but you need a fourth to play. And yeah. He, we were trying to go through and oh my God, they were yelling at him. He reneged on the one bet that he did and he was just like, uh, okay, okay, sorry. He was using sorry. the litter box. Yeah, he hasn't been back since. But, so Mildred uh, likes a game with some drama. And she some likes the drama. Yeah. yeah, they're very aware. Like um, I, I actually was, a dog just explained this to me the other day. You know how we see kids go to shelters and they read stories to pets? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
that request will come up sometimes from my private sessions. They'll be like, it'd be really nice if she read me a story or like when we're working on stuff for work, like maybe you're working on a speech, run it by your dog or cat and notice when they bark, (laughs) when they meow, when they stretch, when they do something funny, they really can respond to your energy and your thoughts and feelings and be your co-comedian, so to speak. Um, She's okay. usually the the audience for my kitchen karaoke <laughs> <laughs> more That's often. That's so perfect. And I asked a dog, I said, you know, I'm getting so many requests from animals that people read them stories. You know, do you guys actually follow the storyline? Because they don't speak English. Yeah, and you know? I have heard that, the, that you should read to them. Yeah, read to them. So if, if nothing else, it brings them company. They like spending time yeah. with you. But what they said was that they follow the storyline by the images. So let's say that I'm reading like a Berenstein Bears story to my dogs. Uh They can visualize the bears. They can visualize the pies that the bears are making. They can visualize the picnic. So it's not that they're following the storyline the way that a toddler would or that we would, but it's images that my mind is sending to them Mm. as I'm reading this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So that like taught me something where I'm like, whoa, animals blow my mind to no end. (sighs) Yeah. So I have, (laughs) I have a question and it's going to be kind of sappy. Yeah. But of course it comes from TikTok because I watch a lot of TikTok, (laughs) but there was this trend for a while and people were saying, show your dog now and show the dog who sent them. Uh, and I just want to know if there's like some truth to that. Cause it was like the dog they love. And then it would like, of course there's like sappy music. I could cry thinking about yeah. it. And then it flashes back to like their childhood dog. Yes. Is there that sort of connection between the pets we have now and our previous pets? Yeah. Yes. And yes. And yes. Like to, I can't yes that enough that <laughs> I love all that. of our animals, <laughs> no matter the time that they came into our life, or their species, they're all connected. So childhood Teddy knows current mayor puppy pants. <laughs> knows, um, I just, I lost a uh, dog in January. I didn't lose him, but he passed on into spirit. And about four weeks later, he sent me a new dog that I adopted. That was the fastest I have brought another animal into the family um, after one had passed, but it was so clear to me. I got this um uh, I have this favorite toy. It's a little Snoopy doll. And when you squeeze his belly, he goes, so he blows kisses and he laughs like, I love it. So I heard in my head, move the Snoopy doll outside, put it above my bed from Jack. So I put this little Snoopy doll above Jack's bed out on the porch. I sit down. I'm scrolling through Facebook where I'm supposed to be working. And up pops this goofy looking mutt at Manatee County Animal Services with lopsided ears. Snoopy has a red bow tie with hearts around him that says, be mine. This dog pops up on social media with a red bow tie, you know, be mine, mm-hmm. Valentine's. The Aww. second I see this dog's photograph, the Snoopy doll that's like 10 feet away that you have to squeeze really hard sets off by itself <gasps> and goes, and I'm like, okay, oh, this is the dog gosh. I'm supposed to adopt. What? So I did. And a lot of people like, you know, when their pets pass on, they're like, oh, I could never replace them. I'm yeah. like, that's a true statement. We never do replace them. You know, like the guy I'm dating now isn't replacing my high school boyfriend. <laughs> you know, like he's yeah. just a different man. Yeah. yeah. You know, thank God. And this is, <laughs> it's the same with our animals. We're not replacing anybody. Right. We're honoring them. Mm. They don't want us to be like, grief is not a tribute. 
you know, grief is something that we have to process as people. Our animals, man, if they could squeeze our bellies and make us laugh and blow kissing noises at us like that toy does, that's what they're doing from spirit. Mm. So yes, absolutely. Our pets send us other pets and then some, they'll send us human beings. They'll help create job opportunities for us. Like they have our backs and then some. Mm. And the cat distribution... Center is a very real thing. The, <laughs> the cat just there's it's like an yeah. online joke that like cats just find, find their you. people. Oh, yeah. And they always they call it the cat distribution system because wow. you hear these stories of a cat just wandering up to you on the street yeah. and it becomes yours. And uh, Mildred was kind of that. My old roommate at the time in New York, she was out walking one day and went past a uh, a vet's office and. Uh, in, in the window was a little cage and Mildred, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> patches, which was, <laughs> were very wrong. Yes, yeah, very wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she was like a little teenager. She's so she, not a patches. She wasn't not a, like instantly not a patches. <laughs> um, and she called me and she was like, um, we're getting a new cat. Like no question. Like, and I, I arose from the dead of my bed sleep, grabbed the cat carrier and just met her. Cause I knew like, yes, we're doing this. If, if she says so. And Mildred was like a teenager at the time. She wasn't a kitten right. because I guess a family pet of the vets uh, or a client of the vets yeah. had given an unexpected litter of kittens. And oh. so they helped sell them off, I guess at some sort of yeah. flea or something. And sure. she was the only one left and mm. they had to, eventually get her fixed because she was getting a little older and yeah. so they're like you know she's basically free if you just pay for the vaccinations up today and we were like done done yeah. done because as soon as we would like stick our finger in the cage she would kind of nibble it like a Aww. love bite and i was like okay she's sassy this will work <laughs> how, did you, how did you know to call her mildred um uh both my roommate at the time we were in film school uh, so we were very film oriented yeah. and we were walking home with her on the walk home and we were thinking like, okay, patches is not right for this cat. Yeah. And uh, we, I, I just said Mildred out loud. Uh, Cause out I just, nowhere. in general, I kind of like older old timey names yeah. and I gravitate towards them. And I just said Mildred and my roommate looked at me and she was like, Mildred Pierce. From the old jo- well, because that's an old, uh, it's an old novel and it was a Joan Crawford movie. Oh, and wow. we were, she and I were big fans of old time Hollywood. Yeah. And we just looked at her and she's like, you've seen Mildred. She's kind of grayscale. Yes. Like she looks yeah. like a very bright colored cat in grayscale. Yeah, she really does. That's a good description. <laughs> and so we were like, she kind of has this old Hollywood vibe to she her. Does. She does. does. And uh, so it instantly stuck on the walk home. And wow. that was, it just kind of came to us in that moment. And, and we always joked because as in her young years, it was her Millie years. And, I and now. I was just going to ask you to recall her Millie. Yeah. And now that, now that she's a retired Florida girl, yes. she's more of a Mildred on the yeah. couch. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, like she's um she's just so thrilled that you helped her come into her own with mm-hmm. these card games that you're playing. Yeah. Man, like I hope you videotape one of these and put it online because I want to watch what Mildred is doing. She's still oh, she is to. still talking about these games in my head. And do you guys put money in the pot? Uh not often. Yeah. I don't mm. even know if that's legal, so answer <laughs> Allegedly Monopoly money. Uh no, we we really don't. Um, but they'll you know, we'll we'll keep score and yeah. you know. 
Sure. Another thing wink, we wink. do uh, yeah. in our in our family, we play dice a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an old time thing in our okay. uh, in our family. And I was thinking about doing it tonight too because she knows I have the dice. outcomes. Like, and oh, really? You, you take that cat to Vegas, man. She will hook you up. Wow, maybe she was with me on that last cruise I went on in spirit. Yes. I won a big jackpot on a cruise oh, a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. And uh, that that felt really good. So maybe That's maybe so that weird was Mildred. because now that you're I was just in the cruise Facebook group. So we're yeah. going on a cruise this coming week oh, with God our family. And there's a Facebook group for the cruise and I'm like reading through laughing at everybody's, but like one of the first questions I see is, has anyone actually won money on a cruise? And I saw that you <laughs> liked the comment or something. I, I just commented. Like, so, I did. <laughs> Mildred's like liking it, liking yeah. it, liking it. She's, she's the key. You got to give her some head scratches before <laughs> we leave. Should, but like you said, maybe she was there with you in spirit. Mm-hmm. As weird as this sounds, I'm telling you weird stuff works. The next time you're like you know rubbing your hands for lucky lucky number nine yeah. or whatever it is you can say uh you know mildred can you help me mildred what should i play mildred what should i bet like talk don't talk to her out loud unless mm-hmm. you want to be as weird as okay. me but you can talk to her in your head set the intention in your heart absolutely their spirits are spirits of the people in heaven animals in heaven and your living pets you can call upon their spirit i call upon my dogs when i'm in the dental chair oh, oh so they can relax me i do and they will calm me down maybe that's, that's so her way sweet. of finally paying rent because yeah. we always <laughs> we always joke to new york like mildred you got to pay rent it's getting expensive expensive here yeah yep. <laughs> so oh man she's sending it through the casino those jokes that you make they pick up on that they remember it like you know in comedy there's the callbacks so uh-huh. we continue to reference something that's what our animals will do for us oh th- that makes sense because we say that all the time still we're like we haven't seen a rent check <laughs> but maybe that jackpot yes. was Mildred's rent check yeah. One thing, so when I was asking about the pets sending pets, um, I think of our, so growing up, we had Woody. Woody was a rat terrier and he was like my world. I loved that dog so much. And I always, I would pray every night to Jesus that he would live forever. Yeah. (laughs) And he did get close. He lived to 17. For for the dog, he lived a long time. (laughs) He lived longer than anybody thought. That's a long time. Yes. And then, so... My current dog, Blue, was technically my husband's dog. First, it's how we met. And I'm going to tell the story again, even though Max has heard it a thousand times. Um, But I was at a place in life that wasn't the greatest. Not like just just it was it was a weird time for me. And I met Alex. I was leaving this cantina, if you've ever been there downtown. And he had Blue and Blue was like still very small puppy. And you know how those big dogs when they're little, they're just squishy and like amazing and i am a big dog breed nerd which we've talked about before and i saw that he was a pointer it's kind of a unique breed yeah so i'm like melting over blue and oh rubbing his belly and on and then my friend with me was like you guys should just exchange numbers already because we're talking about the dog and then we did exchange numbers and now we're married so it was all because of blue and initially it's so weird you have this 
this weird guilt in the back of your head, like, well, I'm, I am replacing Woody. Woody was my everything, but now blue is my everything. Yeah. But then I think I get over it when I see those videos and it's like, oh, Woody sent him. That's, oh, well, it's so true. Cause it's like, you know, imagine going the rest of your life, not loving an animal because you feel like you're somehow honoring yeah. your child. You know, if I didn't go on to love another dog since I was 10 years old, I'd be one crazy mean person. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. animals keep us sane. They make us happy. They bring so much joy to our lives. And you know, every single shelter and rescue is over flooded. Mm -hmm. Like if you can't bring it, you know, yourself to adopt foster, you know, go volunteer, yeah. go pet some kitties at the shelter, go walk some dogs. You don't have to bring another one in until you're ready. Mm -hmm. um, but I am, I'm like a used car salesman, man. Like I will, I'm like, what do I got to do to put you into a rescue pet today? Yeah. yeah. Um, let's make it happen because there's so many, Charlie, the new guy on the block in my house, he has brought so much joy to my family, to the other dogs. I made sure that they approved. Um, it's just, you know, I get so excited. Like, this is literally all I talk about is animals. Yeah. Yeah. And people keep telling me, they're like, you have to stop telling the people that you date what you do. <laughs> they're like, you're scaring everybody away. And I swear to God, I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? Just to amuse myself, I'm going to try to talk about something besides animals. It's not possible, but I yeah. tried it. It's like a little experiment. So I'm on the phone with this guy. It was going to be like a blind date. And we're talking. And he says, I am not kidding you guys. As I said to Max, I go, I don't even believe my own stories because they're so insane. <laughs> And the guy goes, oh, man. And he, knows, he doesn't know my last name. He knows nothing about me. And he says, man, he's like, wouldn't it be nice if our animals could talk? And he goes, <laughs> like, I'm looking at my cat right now, and I swear to God, she's trying to tell me something. Which, of course, I'm like, yeah, she's trying to tell you. You're on the phone with the pet communicator, you know? Oh and then he says, God. I just lost my dog six months ago. He's like, I just wish I knew he was okay. Like, all this stuff. I, didn't, oh, I don't even think God. at the time I had a website yet. You know, like for my animal yeah. work. So I'm going, this is nuts. Your leg is like trembling under the table. Like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Where's the candid camera? Yeah. So my humor website was up. And my my humor website, justhumorme.com is up. So when we get to the, like I told him, you know, I do humor work, whatever. So we go out to the state. The second I see him, I was like, ew, I am not attracted to this guy. Oh so God. now I'm like, now I'm definitely going to tell him what I do oh, yeah. so that I can... <laughs> Like tank the date. Yeah. And we're sitting there and the guy goes, so I checked out your website and I go, oh, really? Oh, and I go, which one? And I said it in such a way that he gets real uncomfortable. He's yeah. like, you have more than one website. And I go, oh yeah, <laughs> let me show you. <laughs> so I pull up my website, shannonspring.com and I handed my phone and he goes, Shannon Spring pet psychic oh, <laughs> yeah God. i'm like oh you must have gone to the other one so he gets real uncomfortable and i was like oh i'm sorry i know that i said you know how every guy's biggest fear is that he's gonna meet somebody crazy online and he goes yeah i go you're looking at her <laughs> <laughs> did he end up asking you what his cat well, was thinking <laughs> unfortunately then i went on to tell him a few stories and like the stories are so much fun that he's like maybe this is really real and i'm like no i'm a pathological liar yeah. And I need severe psychiatric help. I actually told the uh, waitress, so I got to go to the restroom, and I go, I will give you $20 if you do not offer us dessert and you just bring the check. <laughs> <laughs> so I never ended up like, you know, he knew oh, what I did. Man. But yeah, it was, it, this does not have the fairy tale ending other than mm. I did not sleep with him. So, 
I say lead with it. (laughs) I really can't help but do that now. Mm -hmm. Like I love what I do so much. You see the joy in my face. Like as I'm talking about it, I'm always feel like a kindergartner with a secret. Like, let me tell you what I do. Let me tell you what I do. And when I'm at the vet, I have to behave myself because I'll hear things off of the pets. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really do try to be respectful of people's privacy and boundaries and, you know, blah, blah, all the healthy stuff. But I'm sitting at a restaurant in St. Pete the other day on Central and this huge Rottweiler makes eye contact with me. And I'm like, oh, it's done. It's done, son. Like whatever this dog's about to tell me, I'm definitely going to say. And the dog goes, tell mom, tell mom to stay in school. Tell her to stay in school. Tell her to stay in school. And I'm like, hey, hi. Oh my gosh, beautiful dog. Can I pet your dog? You know, which is like, if you see me, say no, you know? And they're like, yeah. So I start petting the chocolate lab. I did the, the, there's a lot of chocolate labs, so you're not going to figure out who this is. So I start petting the chocolate lab and um, I was like, hey, you know, do you guys know what animal communication is? And they're like, sort of. So I said, well, I'm an animal communicator. I said, your dog has shared something with me. Do you mind if I say? So I asked permission. Yeah. Well, most people are going to say Oh my God, yes. I would be so tickled. Right? I would like, be so, but I could see where maybe somebody wouldn't. You can get on nerve. It yeah. depends on the look on my face too, you know, so yeah. I do smile and, um, I said, your dog is saying, you got to stay in school, stay in school. Like you're on the right path. And she said, I was literally on the way to go drop. Oh, it's going to make me cry to drop out of school. <gasps> Whoa. She's like, I was heading over to the office to officially withdraw. And she's standing there with the boyfriend. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm going to have to <laughs> say something to this guy. <laughs> and it's like, tell him not to leave his job. Tell him don't change career paths, just change companies. So I said this to the guy and he's like, I was having a whole, I know. So it's like our pets can save our lives. You know, physically we're having a medical emergency. They can change our lives, get us out of an unhealthy relationship. I broke up with real name, Justin. (laughs) 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 This is a couple decades ago. So Justin, if you're listening, (laughs) I do mean you. Uh, And uh, like we were fighting about like having, you know, some stupid fight over some stupid thing. And I look over at my golden retriever, Lucy, and she's looking at me and she was so sad. And I went, you know what, Shannon? Uh Uh-uh. No, no. No. No more. Lucy can't get up and leave. She is stuck fighting my stupid fights with me and you know so our human children our animals they can't leave and i went justin is done and i said okay we're breaking up now and he's like what and i'm like i looked over at lucy and lucy has told me you're done back mm-hmm. your things and uh, bye-bye, <laughs> you know and don't smoosh the dogs on your way out because they're mine so it's just they can change our lives for the way better mm-hmm. and their lives are so short that like I am very direct in my readings with people. Number one, I'm delivering it like the animals are. Animals are very direct. They are loving. They are compassionate. But they will tell you, put down the beer, put out your cigarette. It's not that they don't want us to party and have a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, get off of that guy. (laughs) (laughs) But they want us to be with the right guy or maybe cut back on our drinking Mm. or maybe like, I don't know, eat a vegetable once in a while. That's me. (laughs) So they want us to be happy and healthy and the happier and healthier we are, Mm. the happier and healthier our pets are. I used to drink like a double bottle of Pinot Grigio a day. I was a party girl's party girl, you know, and, um, that's no longer fun. And now like the biggest gift that I have given to my dogs is being present for them. They don't have to be like my unofficial sponsors anymore. So like when you ask me, do I have to deliver tough news to my clients? Mm -hmm. 
I live very, very transparently. Mm-hmm. I have no secrets. So I have, I have to talk to somebody about their drug addiction, their alcoholism, their, you know, name, yeah. <laughs> name the ism. I probably have had it myself. And so I can come at it, you know, from a neutral st- or from a friendly standpoint, I should say, I'm definitely not neutral about <laughs> anything but sports. I don't care about sports. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, they just make us better people. Wow. Yeah. I sorry I uh, something it just drew me back to the yeah. like the poker reference that yeah, you made. Yeah, yeah, I know. I live. Yeah, I want you to make a lot of money, and <laughs> me too. I'm going to borrow Mildred. Well, yeah. what's interesting is I for at least the last I'd say maybe five six years, um, I used to work at like a really late night like party college bar ah. in New York, and I would get home at like five in the morning, and it was yeah. always very difficult to go to sleep. And the one thing that kind of worked when I would go to bed is I would play like online poker, not ah, oh my gosh, that's any money or anything, but yeah. it was just a way to like Wind take my brain off of work yeah, absolutely. by fixating on something else yeah. that's not like super important. I get it. And it would tire me out. And, it, and to this day, I still usually play at least one or two rounds when I go to bed and she's always next to me. Oh, doing she's it. always next to you. And that's why she brought up the poker reference so a while ago. That, that makes a lot of sense. Cause wow. when I would get home yeah. late, she would wait up for mm-hmm. me and then she would walk me to bed or I take her to bed now. Yeah. Like we, we have an, she, I, I'm her elevator. Yeah, to bed. yeah of course. <laughs> and so like, gotta save those knees. <laughs> she sits down next yeah. to me between me and Jesus. She's like, she takes up the a human size piece of the bed yeah. <laughs> in between yeah. us. Yeah. And I always like play like one or two poker games before I go to bed. And that's, that's like my so, sign off. That's so amazing. Wow. It just, it popped back to my brain as soon as you. She's I, in the game with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like know that she's, she's learning playing the game with you. And by the way, as you were talking, she says that, um, cause you were saying like that she lays right in the middle of you. She's like, I do let them have their adult time. Though, she, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she says she's very good about that. She says she discreetly, leaves the room and then like comes back my dog not so much i literally looked up one time and mayor puppy pants was humping the leg oh of my day my god oh my so gosh. i'm like buck naked making eye contact with my dog and i'm like oh my god get off of me get off of me yeah but honestly mayor puppy pants made a good call because i was not enjoying myself <laughs> He was like, you're not doing it right. Get off or we're going to call somebody else. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. So here's here's Blue. He's five. Okay. Oh, my gosh. He's so cute. He is a big goofball. His favorite thing about you is your sense of humor. Um, yeah, I'll put it here if that's okay. And what would you like to ask him? Let's get some questions from you what so I he doesn't just... I just would love to know... So he's had... I want to make sure all his needs are being met because okay. we're busy. Sometimes we um, he's at home longer than I wish he was. Yeah. So maybe something... Um. He's, he's commenting on how well-behaved he is. <laughs> and he says that you can take him a lot. And he is right about this, stating the obvious. St. Pete is very, very dog-friendly. Yeah. Um, so he's saying <laughs> that he would... This is so weird. Oh, he's no. flashing to this guy um, who does this out-and-about segment. And he's saying that he would love to be like out-and-about. Um, like Charlie Belcher? Like, um, he's like, showing me this guy, Tyler, who does like an out and about segment. He's in Sarasota 
So he's referencing him and he's saying he would love to be like pushing you in the direction of who you should be talking to and who you should be interviewing, like a man on the street type of thing. Do you do any of that? Well, we had Sean Daly in here who is a man on the street for ABC Action News. He does like features. And then um, it's it's weird because like I've always wanted to be in television eventually. I want to be like a fun feature reporter. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So that might be what he's talking about. Cause he's referencing like a man on the street segment would like to do that with you. And he would be the perfect, um, like wingman to be showing you like, go talk to that person. Like when I told the Rottweiler story, yeah. like he will show you who's a safe, he's using the word, a safe target <laughs> to like call over yeah. that will, you know, do you a solid will make you look good. Cause as we all know, you can do interviews with people where you're like, Oh my God. Or it can be a lot of fun. So he would like for, he really wants to be a bigger part of your life than he is. Oh, blue. Well, (laughs) I'm not getting that he's sad so much as like, he's saying, look for opportunities to include him and involve him that you might think either he wouldn't be interested in doing, or you couldn't really take him, but you could. I think I get worried because he is big. Mm -hmm. And I I think that when you think dog friendly, sometimes you think little dogs. And I'm always like, oh, but he's so big. But you're right. You can take them anywhere. I did bring him into Home Goods one time. Yeah, there's so many like (laughs) Lowe's and um, Michael's, you know, if you like crafts or home improvement, you can keep taking your pets there. But yeah, the big dogs get a little discriminated again. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Mm. And one of my dogs, uh, the newest guy, like he's, you know, a scary looking dog, you know, a lot of people think, and yet mm-hmm. he's such a teddy bear. So animals teach us so much about removing these labels and assumptions. Anyway, so he is obviously gearing you towards that career path. Um, well, she's heard it enough from the humans in our family. Yeah, so. Really? Yeah. so what's holding you back from doing it? I've been in radio for 10 years, yeah. and, and it's hard to make that leap of faith and know that something would be out there and... I also right now we're probably going to live in this area for a while. Yeah. So I think I just, it's hard. <laughs> That's such a lame thing to say, <laughs> but it's, it would be like, it would be a huge leap of faith to yeah. try and find that eventually. But I know it's possible. Well, I'll tell you, you know, I always tell people, don't be surprised if your pets give you some of the best life, love, business, or medical advice. Mm-hmm. There was a cat named Tinkerbell before I wrote my first book, which is now under contract. Oh, congrats. Yes. Hey. So it'll be out in a few months. It's called Open Mic for Animals, Evidential Fairy Tales. And I was sitting at a friend's house and I was talking about, you know, I got to write a book. And then his cat walks into the room, walks in front of me, shoots a one-liner at me and leaves. The cat goes... Why don't you stop talking about it and just do it already, Shannon? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, she's so right. And I got home and started writing this book. And shame on me, because when you go to my websites, it'll say, listen to my podcast. And I haven't started my podcast yet. <laughs> and uh, it's like, why? Why haven't I done this? Yeah. And like high school me is like, you know, is people going to follow me? Are they going to like it? Are they going to listen to it? Because, you know. That's what we're going through right yeah. now. With yeah. This. It's like, yeah. well, I see there's so much good that can come from it. And then some of the best people that I know that are genuinely kind people, they catch a lot of heat. People can be mean. Mm -hmm. So I have very, very thick skin, but like, you know, I'm going to be putting myself out there even more and more. So my book is out there. It is a memoir and it's like chapter one is about childhood and about Teddy and the school priest. Chapter two is like, 
oh my God, like the b- bad stuff I went through. You make it through chapter two, but it's all funny. Oh, that's um, so and cool. And then each of the dogs that have come into my life, many, many of the animals of all species I've worked with around the world. So, you know, like I'm telling you, your dog is telling you to do this. My dogs are like, do the podcast already, mom. Yeah. You know, they support us so much. And energetically, like Mildred's playing poker with you. Blue is helping you, you know, put yourself out there. And it's not like you have anything to hide, you know? No. So, and, and I think like, have you seen that meme that's on Facebook? There's like a little girl in fairy wings. She's like, what if I fall? And the voice says, but um, my darling, what if you fly? Yeah. Yeah. And so I keep saying that to myself too. So I'm putting my book out there. And I started reading reviews on Amazon of other people's books that I really like. People literally give people one stars because the shipping was late. Like, there are people oh out there that are not God. intelligent oh enough like to leave reviews yeah. and they're like one star it was a good book but the shipping was late or like Jeanette McCurdy um, who wrote a book called I'm Glad My Mom Died which takes a stupid amount of courage oh yeah yeah like I wrote she had a very abusive mom so she writes this book I read it and I go to read her reviews which mostly are really good then there's people that give her three stars and they're like I love my mom so I can't give this five stars oh my gosh Get out of here. This isn't your book, you psycho. So I think there's been, as fearless as I am, which I'm pretty fearless, you know, there's still those little hang-ups that Mm -hmm. are like, okay, Mm -hmm. I got to get over my bad self and go, haters, show up on day one and let's get it all out, you know? And then on day two, all the lovers come. Yeah. So if you're closer physically to an animal, does that change? Does that make the energy more powerful? You know, it's interesting because I do um, house calls and there are times where that can be very helpful. Like if it's maybe a grief reading, someone's getting ready to say goodbye. Um, They'll bring me in or they have multiple animals and I can pick up houses talk. Like when we were talking about your house before, Uh houses have stories to tell, um, objects have stories to tell. So it doesn't like somebody in the, on the other side of the world can get just as good a reading as you guys can with me sitting here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want that to be misunderstood, mm-hmm. but when I'm in someone's house, I can pick up a lot of other things right. yeah. that are happening. Um, honestly, sometimes it can be distracting being with an animal. Like, you know, when I see an animal, I want to be like, meow, 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 yeah. love you, I love you, I love you. Mm-hmm. And then I have to just make a little bit of a shift to going into work mode. Mm-hmm. And same with people. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not always trying to read people, I would go crazy. I want to get to know them in a normal way. Right. But as we're having casual conversation, like as you were talking before, I can pick up little things or when Sam was talking, it's just like my psychic self never turns off. You can't turn it off. It's just not always at full volume. But again, it's coming through me. Yeah. And if you have a healthy ego and you are confident in who you are and what you do, you are not going to have a problem with me. If you're in a relationship and you treating your partner like gold and with love and respect, you're going to open your doors and windows to me because you have nothing to hide. And I'm getting a chill as I say that because I've taught many children and I've told any of those parents, you drop in anytime. I mean, anytime you should always be able to be comfortable with what I am saying to your children, what I'm doing with your children, you know, to the point where parents have actually hired me and I'm very careful with this, but I've done family readings with the children present about an animal that's passed. Mm -hmm. You know, and I will look over to the parents if I'm getting into some dicey territory, like, 
okay, I know yeah. what to do. It's always coming at the standpoint of if I were the parent, what would I be comfortable with somebody saying? Mm. Same thing. I have to put myself in the animal's, you know, position as the animal. And I will start feeling the energy. I was feeling this one dog. I was going to do a house call. I had no idea the creatures that were going to be there, how many earth species. And all of a sudden I felt like doing car wheels and like putting on a cheerleading uniform. And I'm like, what is happening? Is it my birthday? And I show up and I am greeted by world's happiest golden retriever. <laughs> like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh. And I was like, yay, yes. the golden retriever's here. <laughs> and then I was sitting talking to this woman and all of a sudden, and I was dressed up i feel this overwhelming urge to jump in this woman's swimming pool <laughs> like like a crazy person i was like i feel like i gotta get naked and get in this woman's pool like i'm like obsessed with getting in her pool and i was like god i really feel like jumping in your pool i say this <laughs> to this woman you know like kind of warning her in advance like yeah. cannonball and she's like oh she's like yeah you know and i'll change the dog's name like barney isn't allowed in the pool <gasps> oh. oh barney okay. wants now, to swim i like to say you know <laughs> i put my judge judy aside but okay we live in Florida. It's hot as yeah. all hotty, hotty yeah. huts. And that poor dog and all of his fur had to literally watch the family swim and have fun and never got to go in the pool. So I do my best to say as neutral as I can, despite being very opinionated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I feel their feelings. So I am feeling a dog's anxiety, a dog's abandonment issues, a dog's joy, a dog's suffering, a cat's. Yeah you know, desire to play poker. I'm feeling a cat's desire to like eat whipped cream. I feel all of it in my body very intensely. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you know, what is your reason? So that I try to understand her from an educated standpoint before I bang my gavel. And I said, what's your concern about him going in the pool? Ah, uh, he's just so hairy. Oh. So her entire thing was she wanted hair in the pool. And I'm like, looking at her long hair and i'm yeah. like you're hairy you know what i mean <laughs> like do you get hair it was just i was yeah. offended on the dog's behalf yeah it's just yeah. like get your priorities straight man not everybody out there is cut out to have a pet and all these billboards that we see like adopt rescue as you know i'm like what can i do to get you in a rescue pet today i would happily put up a billboard that says do not get yeah. a pet yeah. Whatever you do, don't get a pet if you are the type of person that cares about the fact, oh my God, there's fur on the floors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't, the, the swimming pool. Get your fucking priorities straight. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have like that childlike joy that I said like you guys have, what business do you have getting the yeah. most joyful <laughs> beings in the world? Yeah. If you don't have any joy to share with them, Aww. they don't need to join us to share our misery. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so, in closing, yes. do you feel that Mildred is in, in a happy place here? <laughs> She's so happy. I am now sad because we're closing. I know. <laughs> I look at the time. I'm like, oh my I know. god. Um, um, I am a talker. This is why. Really, I no, spend most I love of my it. days. This love, is why you're absolutely. Perfect that's what makes our job easy. <laughs> I spend most of my days talking with animals and dead people, yeah. so like, trying to readjust to talking to the living when they're like looking at their watch. Okay, yeah. the sun is going down. All right, so let's see what Mildred wants to say here. Um, I keep seeing her. It's so cute because it goes along with her name, but like with like like a little pearl necklace, you know, like to go along with the Mildred name. Um, she loves it here so much, but I want to get some specifics from her and see what she says. Um, huh. So I'm a little surprised that she's saying this um, and I would want to get more information, but it's like I'm 
exploring she sent me like the idea of she has so much love to give and we've been talking about so many other animals and she's talking about like the mentorship role that like she has like she was listening to me talk about being a teacher mm -hmm. and she has a lot to teach so loves loves being your guardian your best friend very very much knows you as a child even though she wasn't there with you at that time um works i won't say hard at it because you're so good at it already but like nurtures the inner child within you and then some that's like her biggest thrill and honor that the two of you came together is she gets to be with such a dad that knows how to be a dad you know she's like oh shannon i would never have to teach max to like let me in the swimming pool or have friends over or play a game or get messy like he just lets me be me and he honors me and he never once asked me to be anyone or anything that i'm not it's like i showed up and he was like i get you and i said i get you and then we just love each other so much that there's nothing nothing i wouldn't do for him she says if he needed open heart surgery i would get a scalpel <laughs> and perform the surgery on the spot she is all animals are smart just like people we all have our different smartitudes you make mm -hmm. me do math and i will be in the fetal position you know yeah. so i'm in my Same. lane with the animals you know? <laughs> i can't but like animals mildred is like brain smart in addition to being clever and she really wants to she is saying accelerate her gifts mm -hmm. so get to be even smarter like literally teach her some new tricks if i were you with this card playing thing in the poker when you're playing you are in a fun zone man and your mind is going in a good way you know i love games mm -hmm. and this is why i stay the hell away from vegas because <laughs> i would be there and never leave um and she like talk it out loud with her like what do you think my next move should be how much should i put in what uh -huh. should i do which you know did i like literally play the game with her she'll be all over that so she was sort of just running by the notion of like what it would be like to have other cats so here's where like in a private reading people might jump in and go oh my god no she hates other cats like blah, blah. and i'm like okay hold on like let me see what the animal says mm -hmm. because some of these things legitimately get or excuse me not legitimate they get projected onto animals oh he hates man oh he hates cats oh it's like okay i know that's what your experience has been let's see what the animal says and then find out what maybe the disconnect is yeah maybe we had her around the wrong cats you know maybe this maybe that just always ask the what if questions yeah um and so she it's like she would be very good at and I'm not saying you need to do this. She's just speaking this of herself. And that's another thing that needs to be differentiated. Just because an animal mentions something, number one, doesn't mean you have to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But she's just describing her personality, how smart she is, how loving she is, and that she is saying that she would have a calming effect. I agree with this on anxious cats, on cats that aren't quite sure of themselves, that have been through a lot. Being around Mildred would settle them and help them like just i could kind of see that for sure I see that because well, she isn't she isn't a um like she doesn't come off as like all over the place yeah zoomy. She's, she's not yeah she she's very, not one yeah. of those cats and we 
you know, we often say she, it, it is like having an old woman in our house. Like yeah. she doesn't, she's not the cat that will climb up the curtains. She's right? not the mm-hmm. cat that will tear. I mean, yeah, she gets into food sometimes or whatever, but she doesn't do a lot of those crazy cat antics yeah. that yeah. are so you see online. Right? Like she has a very, um, like steady, calm she demeanor. She's yeah. dignified. I think we give that to each other. Cause you know how you say that to other cats, like we, my husband and I, always feel like she kind of has a calming effect on us yeah Mm -hmm. yeah my dog jack in heaven he was so calming on me Mm -hmm. i said there should have been a reality show like you know (laughs) try to annoy jack it was impossible like nothing upset that dog at all and one of the things that and i do want to share this if it's okay yeah um when i was uh driving jack to the vet i said like you know on the way to heaven, the airport to heaven was the vet's office. And I'm sitting at the traffic light and all of a sudden I heard from my dog team in heaven. I heard, listen for the laughter, listen for the laughter. And I went, oh God, that's so true. Because when I tune into people and animals that are in the afterlife, I am overwhelmed with joy. Like there's Mm -hmm. giddiness because they're free of all of it. The people are free of the weight problems, the financial problems, the relationship problems, the human problems. The animals are free of the cancer, the suffering, the broken yeah. leg, whatever. So listen for the laughter, listen for the laughter. And I'm like, oh God, that's right. That's right. So I drive Jack to the vet. We're saying goodbye to him. Jack looks at me in his last breath and I look him in the eyes and I said, listen for the laughter, Jack. And I smiled and the vet looked at me like, Grr? You know, uh-huh. like, what is, did she just say <laughs> laughter? Like, is she not understanding? Mm-hmm. But he knew what I meant. Within the hour of when I got home, I stood at the top of the stairs. I brought one of my other dogs with me to say goodbye. Kermit is looking up at me. I felt this <laughs> life force. Like, I was kind of slumped over. I, like, shot forward and felt a halo around me and Kermit my other dog is Mm -hmm. circling his head watching this halo and I became overwhelmed with laughter and Jack sent me so many comedic funny signs that he was right there and I wrote about those in the book um so you know a little spoiler alert there Um, (laughs) it's like the dog dies in the end but the dog lives in the end that's like the biggest so people can be like oh my god that's so sad and i'm like do i look sad mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah. like it's hurtful i miss him but dear god man i am not one to hold somebody back from world's greatest party ever Well, Shannon, yeah. thank you so much. This has been amazing <laughs> and very you. educational. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to take Blue with me to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. thank you so much for being here. And yes, anytime. We'd love yes. to do it again. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Can I tell people where they can find me? Absolutely. Yes, please. Yes. Um, so if you go to my website, it's my name, shannonspring.com. And all of my social media handles, including my upcoming podcast, are at Mayor Puppy Pants <laughs> and uh, justhumorme.com and just humor me friends on social media. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being thank here. You, thank you for having me. Thank you so me. much. And 
We will see, see you, you next week. week. <laughs> <laughs>